We're talking here with Mark Haskelson, the CEO of the Compliancy Group, about the importance of HIPAA compliance as a product or a building block, in fact, of practice growth. Mark, what would you say is the central importance, aside from the need to be compliant, what is the, the value of compliancy in terms of the value of the organization? Well, I think the value of the organization comes from two or three areas where HIPAA can impact. All right. So from an acquisition or a private equity perspective, an organization that is HIPAA compliant um, has clearly proven they are satisfying all of the rules of the regulations and therefore they are a lower liability because a, a lot of what HIPAA is, is about is just the common sense looking at an organization, understanding where your risks and vulnerabilities are, and putting processes in place to protect both the patients and the practice. So fundamentally, you are securing your organization in a, in a more effective way. A lot of organizations simply don't put the time into the training. Is that where the uh, weakness is? That they rely upon a, a staff meeting once a year? They bring in an outside expert to talk at their staff about what they have to do? Tell me about the importance of this being baked into an organization like a, an eye care practice and the responsibility of the OD owner in terms of owning it all? Well, so from the rule of the regulatory act or the law, you are mandated to do this in a written format every year, and you're mandated that each one of your employees must legally agree that they've understood and are going to follow your training, your policies, your procedures, etc. The other real benefit when you talk about, let's say, the value as a building block for the practice is if you think of, let's say, your patients and their loyalty to your practice, how your staff is trained or the rules of how they engage with your patient will often have a direct impact on your acquisition and retention of your patients. So from the point of view of a building block of practice growth, the better, the more training, the more understanding your staff has of the rules, how they're supposed to deal with what could be simple or complex or problematic situations will have a direct effect on what it was the experience your patient had. That makes perfect sense. Now, how do you get staff on board with that message? How do you get them to understand that the importance of compliance as a system so that nobody falls between the cracks, there are no liabilities and so forth? How do you incentivize or train the staff to get on board with that? So they're, you know, one of is it is their job, right? So you know, fundamentally, you have the right to say, if you want to work here, you have to do this. But more importantly, what we see with a lot of practices, they do make it part. Um, one, you can make it fun. I mean, you know, you, you, these can be done in a in a comical video. They don't have to be done with just paper and pencil. Often, what we see is the practices will incorporate it into, for example, paid time off. You know, if you complete this you will get a half a day off so that they're, they're incenting their staff to take the time to want to read and read or write or watch videos, whatever, to do this. The other is, you know, it, it is, you'd be surprised, and this is just a, if you want to call it a cultural belief on my part, the more involved your staff is and the more that they feel that they have the opportunity to impact and provide value, they will be more engaged. So by saying, listen, we, you know, we're trying to teach you on how to better serve our patient, for the, you know, a good staff members and be like, this is good. I'm now understanding. I'm learning ways that I can do my job better. So when you use it in that environment, I, I think you, you truly are, you're educating your staff, you're providing clear expectations. You're also helping them work through what is most of, let's say, the training is around situations. So you're helping them understand when someone comes in and asks for a copy of their records to be sent somewhere 
you know, you, you understand what is, well, I'm sorry, it's your mother, do you have the right to be, or it's a child who's now over 18. You know, these are confusing situations that we see a lot of practices dealing with, that now there is a clear guideline of how to address it. How does the why play into this situation? Do staff understand the why of HIPAA compliance to begin with? Uh, patient privacy. And how do you get that message across so that perhaps they're more engaged because they understand that this regulation exists for a reason? Great question. And I do, um, across the country and not just in an optometry, one of the big misunderstandings is people think HIPAA is that HIPAA form you that you, they sign when they walk in. Okay, But in reality, it is really designed to be to protect the information around your patient and then ultimately around what is your practice. So the more people understand that this is both good for the relationship, this is good for business, the more that they can, they'll understand why this is not, you're not doing this because it's a law, you're doing this because you are helping your patient. And, and I do think one of the things that's changed, especially in the last couple of years, is that the average consumer, consumer notice I'm gonna speak as a patient, not as a, as a patient, but as a consumer, they see this on TV. They see this on exposés. They're seeing this in the, they're reading this in the news. So they may not understand the law and the requirements, but what they do understand is that when it goes wrong, their personal information is at risk. And one of the examples, which was very telling, if you take the, the Blue Cross Blue Shield breach of a couple of years ago, that was 79 million consumers. That means a quarter, you know, one in four Americans got a notice saying that their credit information was potentially violated and that they were entitled to a free credit report for a period of time because of the violation or the mistake made by their healthcare provider. That's cost, that's fear, that's doubt, that's, you know, that causes, and in one of the things I say across all the industry, healthcare has not done the best job of protecting our patients. You know, we, the value of, of healthcare information is three to five times higher than what you would get for, let's say, a stolen credit card, okay, or bank information. Often this information is left dormant. So they'll steal healthcare information, they will slowly build up a, a replacement identity for someone, and then what happens is four or five years later, a child goes to get their first credit card or their first car, only to find out that their credit has been literally violated and destroyed four years ago. They just didn't even know it happened. And that's all because of the healthcare information is so much more useful in perpetrating this type of fraud. Excellent. We want to thank Mark Haskelson, the uh, president and CEO of the Compliancy Group, for his insights into HIPAA compliance. All right. Thank you very much.